1: Welcome to a championship edition of TC Live in Charleston, South Carolina. It's the Credit One Charleston Open. We are presented by Conrad Hotel's largest women's only event in North America as always. The road to Roland Garros begins on the green clay and a new champion will raise the trophy in the Lowcountry. Belinda Bencic and Ange Jaber both looking to win their first title on clay. Jaber with more wins at this event than any other. And Bencic going for her first title since winning the gold medal in Tokyo. With that, we welcome you on to our tennis channel, FanDuel Desk. Steve Weissman back alongside Chanda Rubin and Lindsay Davenport. Happy final Sunday. We got a big one to get to at 1:30 Eastern. There was a big one back in 1993. It featured Chanda Rubin and Lindsay Davenport
2: on Hilton Head
1: Island, second round. What do you remember, Chanda?
2: Nothing.
3: Absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about that. We would have had to have been staying together with the USTA. Neither one remembers it. I'm so glad. Please tell me there's no video.
1: I don't think there's video.
2: Okay, good. Chanda won 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 4-1. You had a
1: wild card in that event. You made the quarterfinals, lost to Steffi. She won that year.
2: Yeah.
3: I remember when you beat me in the juniors and the 12-and-unders. How could I not remember a pro event? I don't remember any of that.
1: (laughs) The first of 12 meetings between the two of you all. Yeah.
3: I wouldn't have guessed
2: that. 9-3
1: 9-3 head-to-head. Wow.
2: I would not have guessed that. <laughs> Lin- Lindsey was always super nice on court. I wasn't. And so,
1: I, I know you remember I, Manhattan Beach. I think that she one. felt
2: sorry for me. She gave me a couple of those wins. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: All right, well, let's get you set for the big one we've got coming up today, the semifinals. How did they play out yesterday? Belinda Bencic back into the Final Four for the first time since her debut when she was a teenager, just 17 back in 2014, taking on a Katerina Alexandrova, Linz.
3: Yeah, this is an interesting match. These two came in with such even rest. But it was Bencic who was just a little bit more aggressive, especially in the big moments. Right when she had the opportunity, Benchich was the player willing to go for her shots. Alexandrova, a few unforced errors in the beginning as she struggled to adapt to the different conditions. It was cooler, it was heavier, and it was Bencic who was just a little bit more solid in this match. Interesting because neither player loves the clay. They both prefer a hard court or a faster court, but it was Benchich who was anticipating better, who was able to get a few more shots in the court, and also the return of serve. Much better job by Bencic of being aggressive with that shot. She was taking more risk and loved the way she closed this match out. She talked about how nervous she was to try and win this. That always helps.
1: Ace. Six ace of the day. 14th singles final. First on clay. Join me at the desk after. You had played her four times before. You would split those meetings. So what was the difference for you today?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's very tough to play her. Sometimes you feel like you're doing all the right things, but it's just not in your control. You know, she just hits some big serves and some winners, and especially on grass, it's a little bit of a lottery. But I'm happy today. I kind of felt also good moving and just trying to give her the balls back and, you know, make, or make her do some errors. And uh, I'm really happy with how I close it out.
1: Here is how she got there. She was two points away from losing in the first round to Wong, then got past the teenager Linda Fruvitova, beat Maddie Keys. The last time she beat Maddie Keys, she won the title in Eastbourne back in the day. And then first win ever against Paula Bedosa, came back from a set and a break, straight sets against Alexandrova, gets Belinda Bencic into her first final here in Charleston. Chanda, what stood out to you?
2: I think it's been the way Belinda Bencic has been fighting. I mean, she can get emotional court she can be a little up and down but she has a tricky game to play she takes the ball early she's been hitting the angles nicely and she has been battling and fighting for everything the serve has been particularly good for Benchich this week she's been getting some free points she's been defending her second serve really nicely and I think it's just been the all-around complete game of Belinda Benchich under pressure that has been impressive.
1: This tournament so far, she's winning about 70% of her service points, which is massive. What were the key moments in this match as she got past Alexandrova?
2: Well, we look at this sixth game here of the second set, and she was able to generate break points. She's one of the better returners out there. Her backhand is a beautiful shot, and she was able to come up big here, and it really opened the match up. She was able to stretch her lead and change the momentum. And it allowed Benchich to relax even more on her serve, and especially when closing it out, when you can get one or two free points, just takes so much pressure off. And
1: well, how is that going to be important today, Lindsay?
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see between these players. It
3: definitely, Jabur has a little bit more variety. So, Benchich has got to continue to serve well and put pressure on the Jabir second serve. That's one of the things that Benchich has done so well. And, and that can be tough to do when you're going from hard to clay in a short amount of time is time your return well. Something she's been able to do. She's moved her court positioning in. I think that's going to be a real big key for Benchich today to be able to get on her front foot off the very first shot.
1: And remember... After she won that single semifinal, she has to play a double semifinal yep. yesterday. Didn't win that, but still a little more tennis for her this week in Charleston. Meantime, the other semifinal, all Jaber, as mentioned, taking on Amanda Anisimova. Jaber back in the semifinals for the second straight year. And Anna Samova looking for her second top ten win of the week, Chanda.
2: And Anna Samova came out hitting beautifully, really rushing Jabir controlling the tempo and the pacing in this one of the best points of that first set where Anna Samova was aggressive closing it off at the net but Jabir was able to turn the tables. Anna Samova started struggling a bit mentally got a bit upset at times and Jabur just stayed the course. We started seeing more of her variety in this second set started throwing Anna Samova more off balance. And that is when you know Jabir is feeling it, when she can throw in these shots along with the power and the topspin, when she can throw in the little drop shots, threw
4: another one in there
2: to finish that second set off. But Anna Samova, she recovered, and she got up the early break but had multiple times had opportunities to go up the double break and couldn't quite get it and shots like that didn't help jabber saved six break points early in that third set and when she was finally able to get her opportunities after holding there she capitalized and i've been really impressed with how solid how much fight Jabir has thrown out there pointing to the heart that she showed throughout that final set, and this was a terrific battle, Steve. Said
1: it always is fun to play here. The people have great energy. She lost in the semifinal and finals here last year, but she wants to get a title here. Beat the local Emma Navarro over two days in that second-round match, then got past Bagu, has not dropped a set yet on her way to the final until yesterday's match against Amanda Anisimova. Lindsay, what was the key moment for you in that match?
3: Well, it was interesting. Both players tried so hard to get off to a good start. It was Amanda in the first set. It was Ons in the second. And it was Amanda again in the third. Gets up an early break and three chances in that third game to get up a double break. That is right when she got a little bit nervous. And you thought, okay, what's going to happen here? It was great fighting by Jabir. She knew that these were key moments for her to get back into the match. Error started coming from Anna Samova. Then Anna Samova did a nice job holding serve and then gave herself another three opportunities to get up a double break, six in total. Once she wasn't able to do that and Jabur was able to get it back 3-2, Anna Smova was toast emotionally. She was very emotional, motioning over to her camp. She just looked like she was a player that didn't believe she could win. And that was hard to see with a player who plays so well at other parts of the year.
1: So our Conrad Hotels head-to-head for the women's singles final that is coming up bottom of the hour. Bencic leads 1-0, but it was Jabir that had to retire from this match in Madrid last year. As we break down this matchup, we've got a player who's been serving so well. We also have a player that's been returning really well in Jabur which is going to be
2: more important today. You no, know, I think the serve for both players will be key. I mean, these are two players that you know can get a little defensive on second serves. Those are usually the best opportunities to get ahead in points uh, against either of them. jabur has been doing a nice job on her serve, really defending, not having to go to the second serve a lot. And Conversely, Benchich, she's been defending her second serve well. I think a little better at times. So I think that will be a key in this one. Who can also be more aggressive on returns? Who can take those opportunities to step in? Who's got the confidence? And, Lindsay, when you talk about a big final, who can deal with nerves, yeah. the emotional ups and downs that sometimes happens in these big matches, it'll be interesting to see. Oh, that's just it. You've got two players that are very emotional and sometimes
3: can get very down on themselves also. And with the final day comes a lot more emotion from certain players. Got to be able to stay rock solid out there. For Ben She's got to realize that one of the biggest weapons of Jabir is the drop shot. Players get so frustrated when drop shot winners are hit against them. There certainly has to just be an acceptance that that's one of her biggest strengths. It's going to happen. I'm going to stay on the baseline and try and cover it. But that's going to be a big weapon for Jabur in this. How does Bencic handle that? And also, who's going to be able to go for their shots in the big moments? Sometimes nerves. We saw with Anna Samova got the best of her. She wasn't able to play the same way on the big occasions. Let's see today what what happens with these two.
1: We've seen Belinda Bencic on our desk multiple times throughout the week. Anja has not come yet because she's superstitious. Didn't come after the first match. Didn't want to come until the end. But told, I hope that's the reason. Told Danny Kendall <laughs> yesterday on court, tell Steve I'm coming tomorrow with the trophy. oh, you That's got, some confidence. You got a
2: first name drop, too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, listen, Oz, you got a seat for you. Belinda, you're always welcome as well. We've got highlights from Monte Carlo coming up next, plus Jabir benchage bottom of the hour, right here on Tennis Channel. TC Live is presented by Conrad Hotels and Resorts from Tokyo to Tulum. Discover ConradHotels.com Back on TC Live, the ATP's European clay court season kicking off in Monte Carlo, the Rolex Monte Carlo Masters Alejandro Davidovich Fokina didn't drop a set on his way to the quarterfinals last year. Lindsay taking on the American Marcos Girón.
3: Yeah, Davidovich Fokina just a little bit more comfortable on the surface and certainly more aggressive from the back of the court. 19-7 to in groundstroke winners for Davidovich Fokina. He was using his big roundies so well. A lot of credit to Girón, and early in the second set, he was able to get up a break and really challenge him. Some scary moments for Davidovich Fokina as well playing defense actually falls I wasn't sure how badly injured he was good news for Fokini was able to get back up and finish this match but still uh, it's, it's tough for the Americans on red clay they just don't spend that much time on it growing up and a big advantage to the Spaniard in this one
1: he was able to get through this match in straight sets Marco Giron has now lost his last five matches and ten sets in a row Davidovich Fokina gets Novak Djokovic Next, big-time matchup in the second round in Monte Carlo. Meantime, Grigor Dimitrov made the semifinals here in 2018, taking on Nicholas Basilevili. Chanda, he reached the final in Doha. Otherwise, he's 0-9 this season.
2: Yeah, it's it's been a tough start uh, for Dimitrov, but he's such a beautiful mover. And this match here, Dimitrov really got off to a quick start, really hitting big from the ground, used the slice nicely. Baslavili didn't quite have the firepower we're used to seeing uh, from him. He would have a few physical issues later, but Dimitrov, he didn't get distracted at all. And again, just moving the ball beautifully, opening up the court. And those first matches on the red clay, that's what you want to do. Get more comfortable, have those opportunities to step in and be aggressive. And that's what Dimitrov was able to take advantage of. But Vasilashvili here would retire. And it's always tough to win a match that way. But a nice start so far for Dimitrov.
1: Dimitrov will take it once again outside Doha. Vasilashvili has not won a single match. Take a look at the featured matches that we have coming up in Monte Carlo. It's bright and early. 5 a.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. Pacific. Some Americans in action, including Sebi Korda. We got Stan Vavrinka. Former Roland Garros champion into this one with a wild card, taken on Bublik, born in Chorich, Former top fifteen player against Yannick Sinner, Marin Cilic, major champion as well. But Lindsay, let's talk about Sebi Korda taking on Botic van der Schulp. Great to see, in my opinion, a young American player playing that first European red clay event.
3: Yeah, there's a big commitment from Korda for this entire European season. He was actually over practicing at Moratagluz Academy on the red clay, trying to get more reps in it. I think it's a big next few months for Corday He didn't play as well as he wanted to in the States, this last swing, looking to get his ranking up, but also looking to get that experience on the red clay. It's going to be tough, but the more time he spends on it, the more comfortable he'll get. I think uh, he's trying to play himself into being a French Open contender in the years to come.
1: Looking forward to that matchup. we got Taylor Fritz, who's going to be there as well. The top-ranked American man coming off that title at Indian Wells. But looking forward to the European red clay season. We are leading up to the bottom of the hour and the singles final here in the low country. Will it be Jabur or Belinda Bencic that adds their name to the list of illustrious champions in Charleston? Plus, how about this? Rackets being tossed Umpires being scared. The ATP is cracking down on bad behavior on tour. Chanda, Lindsay, Steve, back on TC Live, presented by Conrad Hotels. We got the fans behind us. We got some action in Bogota. Defending champ Cami Osorio playing Laura Pagosi. And Osorio Chanda dealing with some injury issues, leg and back trouble.
2: Yeah, this was a battle in the first set, but this was that medical timeout. Uh, for Osorio, and she was struggling. Started serving underhand in the second set, and just struggled behind serves, behind second serves in particular, and Pagosi able Pigosi? to take advantage. She had to come through qualifying Pagosi, and she was pumped. A big opportunity to get a title that is always special. Osorio fighting back here to get it to a tie break, and <laughs> again, the underhanded wow. shots but Pagosi would Single. not be distracted. She kept her focus, And stepping in on this one took Osorio completely out of service games in spite of the difficult situation. So a huge win for her.
1: First win over a top 100 player. All qualifier final against Tatiana Maria. Going on right now, T2, if you got a Samsung TV. We enter the social net. How about 2018 champion here in Charleston, Kiki Burtons just had a baby. Congratulations to Kiki Celebrating, she uh, put it on Instagram the other day. First, babe, she's retired now.
2: Well, I was wondering why she wasn't here last night, yes. I and mean, that would be a good reason, <laughs> right?
3: Or last tournament was the Olympics, and she announced she'd be stopping. So we miss her,
2: but look how cute, though. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Love those congratulations. The yes, those are so special.
1: Former top five player. I mean, four years ago doesn't seem that long that she was right here hoisting the trophy. In Charleston, fantastic player. Kiki Burton's wish her, her husband, and her baby all of the best. Meantime, the ATP is cracking down on bad behavior. We have seen it all over the tour. Nick Kyrgios, Jensen Brooksby, Alexander Zverev smashing rackets, getting close to hitting ball kids, getting close to hitting chair umpires. Well, Andrea Gadenzi... Had this to say, the ATP officiating team has been directed to take a stricter stance in judging violations of the code of conduct. Additionally, we are undertaking a review of the code as well as the disciplinary processes to ensure that it provides appropriate and up-to-date penalties. Lindsay, what do you think of that? Yeah,
3: it's needed. I, as soon as you let players off, and Zverev is really the first one this year with just the on-site stuff, then all of a sudden you, you really have set yourself up for failure because then anything that happens after, you can't really do that much. Zverev was the worst thing I had seen a player do go after an umpire in, a, in such an aggressive manner. So I think Adenzi had to say something. Okay, we've had enough. We've seen enough. We've obviously had the racket throws from Kyrios and Brooksby that we saw. It, it has to stop. You know, there's no other sport could you get away with that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, it rises to a whole nother level when people on court are threatened, officials, fans... Spectators, volunteers, and that's really what we've seen. We've had some close calls, and I think minimally you shouldn't reward that kind of behavior with wild cards and opportunities in, you know, next events. And I think the statement by the ATP is desperately needed, and hopefully they can back it up with action right. as well.
1: And the statement was needed. Yeah. Their words, Lindsay. Yeah. I mean, what do you think is yeah. really going to happen? Well, we'll
2: see, right? I mean, the punishment
3: has to start being more severe. I mean, first of all, we were really lucky in those two instances with Curios and Brooksby that the ball kids were, and ball, uh, uh, officials were totally on it ready yep. to jump out of the way I mean how many times do you find one looking around trying to collect something that could have been really disastrous um, so we hope that it's it's just gonna come to us a uh- Complete stop now.
1: Uh, it only works if the fines are massive and if the suspensions are suspensions. legit.
3: I think suspensions are the only thing that really works.
1: Yeah, you can't you can't suspend the suspension until right. the next year. Yeah. Put, put them on probation. Exactly. Uh, we'll see what happens. Nonetheless, they're, they're saying that they're going to crack down. Uh, bottom of the hour, we've got big time final coming up here in Charleston. Aljaz into Benchich. and when we come back, guess what? The tournament owner is going to join us here at the desk, Ben Navarro. I see the dog, Major Tom, is, is getting ready to, to come on set as well. Yes, waving to Major Tom right now. Love that. Ben Navarro building this brand-new Credit One Stadium the fans love.
5: for TC Live after this.
1: Credit One Stadium, gotta love it, in Charleston, South Carolina. We are leading up to the women's singles final. Belinda Bencic on Jabir, both looking to win their first title on clay. Jabir loves it here in Charleston. 12 wins here just since last year. And Bencic going for her first title since getting the gold medal in Tokyo. And right now, we are so happy to welcome onto our tennis channel, FanDuel Desk, the tournament owner, Ben Navarro plus Major Tom. <laughs> little, paw, little paw wave there. Uh, always a pleasure to, to catch up with you. Love what yeah. you've done with the place. Thank you. Brand new stadium here. Credit One Stadium. What reaction have you received from, uh, from the players, from the fans, about this brand new stadium?
4: It's just been overwhelmingly positive and, frankly, um, a bit emotional for me because to take you know, a tournament in its 50th year and get to add some new energy and some investment to it and see these amazing amazing women finally come out and play on this court. We literally finished the stadium about 24 hours before the players got here. We were joking there was going to be two ti- a time for play when they the official says time and a time for the tournament to actually be compl- the stadium to actually be completed. So we uh, we had workers here literally the day before and we were just so happy to get it done. We had seats that were lost between Australia, going to New York, and then to Savannah, and finally here, that are now in our stadium. We had to ba- borrow a few seats from the Dallas Cowboys, believe it or not, up there, the blue ones, which you probably didn't notice. So, it's been a um, it's been an incredible journey, but we're just thrilled to have it done.
2: Oh, it's just been absolutely beautiful to be here again in Charleston, to be a part of this unveiling of the new stadium. The seats have been incredible. I love the configuration. Uh, yeah. So there's so many special things about this tournament. But I want to talk about your daughter, Emma, uh, being able to play in her first round, got a nice win over Madison Bringle, yeah. came up against a real veteran and yeah. Hans Jabur. That's a different type of matchup for any young player. You had a yeah. chance to sit and watch. How was that? And, and you know, what was um, how much do you think she learned from that match in the two matches that she played?
4: First of all, <clears throat> Anz Jabor is a class act and as much as I was rooting for my daughter, I uh, I love to watch her play. I got to chat with her a little bit after the match and I said, you know, you are such a great representative of this sport, but you did beat my daughter and that wasn't very nice. <laughs> so we had a good laugh about that, but um, it was uh, it was a blast to watch and, and uh, an amazing experience for, uh, for Emma this week. That's the biggest win of her life against Madison I would say and Getting to be out there and feel what what it's like to play against number 10 in the world is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, so. these are tremendous growth opportunities, yeah. and I think her embracing it has been, you know, most impressive. But I want to talk about the decision to go to college versus going pro. That's not always an easy one to make, but she's a, an NCAA champion yeah. and, you know, continuing to grow her game. What went into that decision for you all and your family? I
4: was going to say, you're not going to ask me what she's going to do now because I have no <laughs> idea. Major Tom knows more than I do about that. But but uh, it was really completely her decision, and she was ready – she wasn't ready to leave college. She wanted to play another year, loves her teammates, loves the school, loves her coaches. Um, it's been a heck of an experience for her. And frankly, you know, I think that it's a pathway that I'm hoping maybe more players consider. As I watch these young ladies, I just think having a a second plan for, for yourself, if, um, if the tennis doesn't work out the way you expect, if there's an injury, if things don't go the way you think they will, just having an, uh, another option. College is such a cool, such a cool choice, and I hope we'll see more women take advantage of it.
1: We're here on the desk with tournament owner Ben Navarro. Uh, Congratulations, by the way, for Emma taking that NCAA title last year. Thank you. Beat Wake Forest on Friday, playing NC State as we speak, by the way, and looking to go back-to-back with NCAA titles. So I I think that decision was the right one. She got that, plus she's getting pro experience. We see all the names behind us on Credit One Stadium, all the former champions. And this year, many of them came back for the golden anniversary, the 50th anniversary. How has it been celebrating 50 years of women's tennis here?
4: It's been just incredibly special for me. I got getting to go up into the club lounge which is the third floor of the stage house and see so many women that I watched growing up play uh and, and getting to visit with them. I got to watch playing in their in their career days and you guys have won have, have as a as a broadcaster as a matter of fact who kicked my butt this morning, Miss Miss Tracy Austin out on the court. <laughs> but uh it's a I look I think I hope this investment this stadium helps lead the way for people seeing that it's a terrific investment women's tennis is um is an incredible i think an incredible sport because it's equally watched by men as well as women i think in some ways the game is even more fun to watch the the, the women play as as it is for the men and i just think the women represent themselves so well i don't know if you got to hear the doubles champions just today speak after the after the match was over. They're they're tough competitors. They're self-effacing. They have a sense of humor. They're just fun to watch. We had 7000 people or something in there watching. So um, I'm just thrilled to be able to lead the charge and invest in women's tennis. I think it's a heck of an investment.
2: Well, talking about women's tennis, we have an incredible final mm-hmm. today between Belinda Bencic and Ange Jabur. What do you think about that matchup? Gorgeous day, perfect conditions. Yeah. What are you looking forward it's to in that matchup?
4: <laughs> it's, and it's, it's Charleston weather. Um, in the springtime, you know, low humidity. We've got some amazing fans here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And uh, we couldn't be more excited about this matchup. I got to visit with both of these ladies, and they're incredibly impressive people and obviously incredibly impressive on the tennis court. I actually got to watch Belinda hit with Emma um, in a practice hit, and I was like, wow, this girl could win the tournament. So I might have said that about more than one girl. I'm not sure. But, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I think it's going to be an, a terrific match, and I love the fact that their styles are so different, which I think it will be incredibly entertaining. And I think my guess is we'll see a lot more of this matchup.
1: I, I'm hoping that we do, and, and certainly another new champion here is so cool because it's been a springboard for a lot of players to develop, become number one in the world, win Grand Slam titles. Uh, I want you to talk about a little bit about the community and how it's rallied around this event, and especially with the new facilities. And now, I mean, not only tennis, but you've got concerts coming in. You got yeah. Elton John coming in how in September, that? right? Yeah, Woo! yeah.
4: Zach Brown in a couple of weeks. We got Kenny Chesney. We got Dave Matthews. We got I don't know, 24 shows or something, but. Again, I mean, putting an investment like this in a community is always a bit of a, of a risk. But I would say the, the adage, if you build it, they will come, sort of fits. And that's what we're seeing. People are really excited. We sold out our suites in a couple weeks. Uh, the concerts have been selling terrifically well. And the people here are true tennis fans. They know these women. They know their games. They know when to clap. They know how hard it is. And I, I just think the community is incredibly supportive. I, on a pound-for-pound pound basis, I think we have the best fans in the world. So
1: The, the only thing you love more than tennis is family. And, and yeah. it was a few years ago that we were talking about Emma's prom, <laughs> yes, right, at that's Ashley right. Hall. That's Last right. night, yeah. Maggie's prom. How'd yes. that go?
4: <laughs> Boy, Maggie's going to kill me for talking about this <laughs> on national television. But it was. Uh, we had the dinner before the prom. Okay. And as you guys know, what was it? 55 degrees. Yes. And 20 mile an hour winds last night. They came and they stuck it out, and the the dinner was awesome. And they left and got home in one piece. So and everyone looked looked amazing, and I was thrilled to be able to be there. So it was uh, it was it was great. But it's my last one. It's okay. My, it's You're my done. Youngest, and there were a few tears, <laughs> most of which were mine. So yeah. Uh,
1: Thanks for having us, as always, here. Yeah. I, I know this was your vision when you, when you bought the tournament. It's all worked out, and it's absolutely amazing, and we've got a fantastic final coming up today. Yeah,
4: and, and let me just say, Steve, that this tournament would not be what it is without Tennis Channel. So you guys have just been amazingly committed to what we're doing, and the, the facility obviously is grand, but most people will never get here to see it. They're only going to see it on TV, and the way you guys have showcased it, I can only say thank you.
1: Well, you're very welcome. And thank you. And I know it's going to be packed in there because for the doubles, you said 7,000. Yeah. We're going to have a full Credit One stadium for this singles final coming up momentarily on Jabur in action against Belinda Benchich. Once again, thank you to tournament owner Ben Navarro and Major Tom, who's been hanging out. Let's go! Bottom of the hour Benchich Jabur right here on Tennis Channel. Don't go anywhere. We are just moments away from the singles final 2022 credit one Charleston open. We've got a beautiful day in the low country for An Jabir and Belinda Benchich to go at it. Hot shot of the day. Chanda came from Jabir and Anna Samova.
2: Somehow, Steve, I am not surprised. This was an incredible battle. And Jabir, she's a highlight reel on her own. These drop shots. Took all the pace off, jumping in the air. I mean, not many people could play that and play it under pressure.
1: The jump backhand dropper.
2: That looked like your backhand, see?
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. I I try to imitate. Best form (laughs) of flattery. Angeber looking for her first clay court title. Belinda Bencic. How about this? First clay court final. She's had nine on hard court, four on grass. This is her first on clay. And as we bring you back onto the desk... Steve, Chanda, and we've got a Hall of Famer with us, the 1996 singles and doubles champion of this event, Arancha Sanchez-Vicario. Hello. Hello. Thank you Good for joining here. us here. Good to
5: be here with you guys.
1: What, what's it like being back in Charleston? I know you're back for the 50th anniversary of this wonderful event.
5: Well, it is great you know, to be back. Uh, this is one of my favorite tournaments when I used to play on the tour, and um, I always have great success. I was waiting for the clay season actually to start. So this is, was good, you know, the first tournament uh, of the year. And uh, I'm very excited because um, I think they're doing a great job. I have to congratulate them to be, you know, continuing doing a great success to having this tournament for so long. And um, be here as a part of the champion, you know, 96, I won singles and doubles. So I have a very good memories and it's nice to be back.
2: Yeah, this tournament does such an incredible job of making players feel welcome, of celebrating players, celebrating past champions. You had an opportunity last night um, at the event. You said you got a little loose, had a few drinks. How was it <laughs> coming back, being able to celebrate with some of your fellow friends and, and players as well?
5: It is fantastic. I think that uh, it's great opportunity for us to be together and, and in a way of relaxed way. You know, we don't have to compete, we don't have to play, we don't have the stress. You know, and outside now everything is much easier, but. Uh, It was great, you know, to see all the, you know, players, you know, uh, partners that I would play, you know, even, you know, against them in singles, together in doubles, see you as well, you know, see Steve. So everyone, you know, more relaxing, and uh, it was a fantastic evening. So we have a lot of fun. Chanda
1: and Arantxa, by the way, Grand (laughs) Slam champions together in (laughs) in Australia. So uh, we put the team back together. It's
2: a winning combination. Don't embarrass me again
5: like you did earlier, Steve.
1: (laughs) Arantxa, I got to get your thoughts on the final. We got Jabir, we got Benchich. Well, who's going to win and why?
5: Well, I think it's going to be a very interesting match because, uh, as you say, you know, I think uh, Javore has the game to win the match. But uh, I think she's probably, you know, uh, on the finals, she doesn't have a very good record, you know. So maybe if that goes into her head, it can be a little bit, you know, problem. But I think that she's going to put that away. She can. He has the game to play really well. She can mix it up. So uh, I think that uh, it can help her a lot to play, you know, advantage. But. Uh, it's hard to choose. I don't know. I'm just wishing a great final, you know, all the best and, uh, you know, and a very good, you know, final.
2: Well, I'm curious because Clay is neither one of these players' favorite surface, but they have played incredible tennis all week. You, I mean, incredible on every surface, but Clay in particular, what are some of the keys um, that have been part of
5: their runs this week? I think that um, well, it's been very difficult because also the conditions of the weather, you know, the wind, the cold, and um, they have you know the rain delays and everything. So to handle mentally, you know, the one who has been tougher has been, you know, I think these two players being in the final, they play really well. They both are. Different game, you know, styles of game, and um, I think Javor, you know, you never know what the shot she's gonna play because she has, she's so talented, you know. And uh, but I think the drop shot worked her really well for her in all the, you know, the matches that she played, and um, she mixed it up really well. And uh, I think it's gonna be very important to the beginning of the match because who controls better the nerves mm-hmm. is the one who is gonna have more, you know, like. Uh, way through, you know, and, and, and play, you know, better, but, um, different styles and, uh, probably the first set is going to be probably the key of, I think of this match.
1: All right. Wh- whoever takes that first set, uh, the-, the, mental game, very important. We're here with the Spanish legend, hall <laughs> of famer, Rancho Sanchez, Vicario. So we got to talk to you about some of the-, the Spaniards right now. How about Paula Bedosa who, who made the semifinals here last year and, and got back again, was not able to, to get any, any further, but listen, now she's the number three player in the world, and it all started here last year. What have you made of her, Uh
5: It is fantastic. I'm really happy to see, you know, the continuation of, you know, women's tennis in Spain. And men, we do have, you know, Nadal. We do have now Carlos Alcaraz that, you know, it is amazing. So I'm really happy, and, you know, as a Spanish, to continue seeing great champions, you know, playing well. And as you say, but also started everything last year here when she beat, you know, Ash Bartley. And then, you know, she's just, you know, won Indian Wells and then trying to come back, you know, to defend the. Title again but she's doing really well and now uh, she's number 3 she can probably go to number 2 you know actually you know Keker season she's waiting for this to play you know on the tournaments on clay so anything can happen but she do have the potential and that's uh, why open number 1 i mean i think now Sviatic has a little bit advantage with everyone but um anything can happen and i think she can go you know all the way as same as Muguruza when you know there as well so we are very excited as a Spanish to have females and male. And I'm a big fan of Carlitos, you know. I'll yes. I say Carlitos Alcaraz, <laughs> but uh, I was very happy because in Miami, as you know, I was the only Spanish female or male to win, you know, Miami Open. So I have to wait almost 30 years that, you know, a man can win, you know, and it's been Carlos Alcaraz who's win before Nadal, so it's a coincidence or not, but we are not a couple, and I'm very happy about that.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. Well, we, we talked about this yesterday, Rancho. We made it happen, getting you here oh, yes. on Tennis Channel. I'm Thank you so happy. much for spending some time with us. No,
5: it's a pleasure. I always, you know, watch it, and even my daughter is watching on TV, you guys, so it's a pleasure to be here, and hopefully we will not be the last time, you know? That's right. <laughs> we'll make it
1: happen again. Rancho Sanchez, Vicario, Chanda Rubin, I'm Steve Weisman. We will be with you Throughout the day, talk to the winner after. But when we come back, it is the women's singles final. All Jaber against Belinda Bencic, Pam Shriver, and Lindsay Davenport have the call. Thanks for watching TC Live.